Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Come inside, the show's about to start. Guaranteed to blow your head apart. This is the Shannon Smith Shooting Podcast. Gas it up. Welcome back, guys. Shannon Smith Shooting Show Podcast. A little late getting back to you. Apologize. It's been a really busy month training-wise. Probably the busiest month I've ever had. So that's good for business. Bad for free time to do other stuff. And uh, obviously got the little one-year-old running around like crazy now, so that keeps me busy as well. But I'll continue to get him out as quickly as I can. I've hit a couple of matches this year. As you know, I've been getting into the three-gun thing, so running into matches that I don't normally run into and people that I don't normally run into and getting a lot of good feedback from, from folks on the podcast. So I appreciate you guys listening. And as always, if there's anything you want to hear about or want me to talk about, hit me up on the the avenues of hit up, Facebook or website, Instagram, email, whatever. I'm uh, pretty accessible. In the summertime now, so it's gonna that slows down for us a little bit. I know the rest of the country tends to speed up, but it's getting uh, crazy hot down here just about now, and our schedule tends to slow down a little bit. We got the IPSC Nationals coming up in July, uh, close to the hottest part of the year, so that'll be fun. Uh, but other than that, not a whole lot going on at our place until until the fall. So I've been filling the time in with training, teaching a lot of classes, taught a class today, so. I'll, all as well. I was going to hit a cast on the USPSA Multigun Nationals in Vegas and just never got around to it. And that's been gone so long now, it's not worth it. But uh, it was a great experience. The match was different than any other three gun match I've seen, of, of which there haven't been a lot, but totally different flavor um, than what I'd seen before and different than what I expected. Uh, so I wouldn't say that I wasn't prepared, but uh, I spent more time on preparing for things that I didn't need to prepare for for that match. Uh, real fast and furious. All the stages were close and, uh, you know, easy shots and, uh, and super fast. So uh, it was, uh, but I enjoyed it. That's not a negative. It, they're just different, you know, just nothing wrong with them. Just different than what I've, uh, what I'm accustomed to. So I don't know if it's going to be back there again next year or not. I'm not sure what the deal is there, but definitely look forward to getting back out there and, and shooting. That was a, a fun match and I always love going to Vegas. I did just come off of the Three Gun Nation South Regional, though, so we're going to hit on that today. It was in a place called Blakely, Georgia, which is probably a little bit larger than Frostproof, where Universal Shooting Academy is, but not much. A pretty small town in southwest Georgia, not too far from Dothan, Alabama, so pretty easy drive from where we're at here. And a place called the Arena Training Facility, I think. Uh, Arena, something or other. Uh, amazing range. I don't know the history on the range or um, what their business model is. You know, it appears they maybe cater to military. They're close to a couple of different uh, bases in that area. But the range was phenomenal. I don't know how many acres, but it was massive. They had a, a 22 or 2,500 meter unknown distance range. at had a 1,000 meter known distance range. Some other mid-range uh, flat ranges, 300. I saw, I think I saw a 100. PPC ranges, a um, bunch of pistol bays, and uh, some some terrain stuff that we shot on. Uh, so it was cool, great place. Weather was pretty good, got a little bit of rain, but uh, not bad. 
the bugs were bad, but welcome to the south, no big deal there. Uh, town was small, but we found a hotel and a place to eat and something to drink, so it was all all good. Nothing bad to say about that. It was a it was a great uh, great facility. the The stages were different from Three Gun Nation a little bit. Uh, they still did the eight stage deal, and it's a straight time scoring. Uh, I still haven't figured out uh, how you should score a three gun. I don't really like any of the systems so far. I, you know, probably the the USPSA time plus points is, I guess, my running favorite since that's the one I run at my match and my ranges. Uh, but I'm not sure. I uh, don't like the straight time, definitely. But uh, I don't know that I got a great better system. Uh, with only eight stages and straight time, uh, it's just tough to make up. And I think that it way overweights the longer range stuff. And we've talked about this before, but they do a pretty good job at, at trying to make the stages roughly the same in, in time. I mean, it's never going to be exact, but, um, I, you know, again, I think they do a pretty good job with, with the uh, scoring system they use and what they got to work with. So eight stages, good diversity. Uh, everything was pretty long and just in terms of running around in time, uh, really high round counts, which is, I don't know if that's the norm or out of the norm for three gun nation. I haven't shot a ton of them, but definitely higher round counts than what I'm accustomed to in three gun nation. And for the most part, that was okay. I mean, I think probably overdid it on, on a couple stages, but there's nothing wrong with heating up the barrels from time to time and, and, uh, forcing, <laughs> forcing rifle reloads. If you're, you're running a D60 and you have to reload, then you know it's a pretty big stage. Uh, we started off, we had a great schedule, uh, good squad. We just got lucky on the schedule with, with some of the unavoidable backups that the stages caused. Uh, we hit them perfect. So our schedule was pretty good. We started on the long range stage, or the longest range stage, which that was set up on their on their thousand meter range, and uh, it went out to a little over five. My my rangefinder sucks. So I got to get a new rangefinder. Uh, I couldn't even hit the uh, I couldn't even hit the four hundred yard target. But from the data sharing that we gathered, gathered it was a little over five. At two positions. Um, not really awkward. One of them was from a, a kneeling supported. And then one of them was one of those, uh, faux rooftop dillies. And they, I think one to three hundred on the kneeling and then like three to five on the, uh, on the, on the rooftop thing. And then jumped off, did some shotgun and then moved up, finished with some close range pistol and one long range pistol on a static steel, I think, uh, 40 or 50 yards or something. So everybody's nervous about the long range. I was, um, I'd worked a lot on that in the weeks leading up and I'd worked a lot on it leading up to Vegas because I expected a lot more long range out there. So I'm definitely getting better at the longer range stuff, you know, figuring out dope and knowing scopes and ammo and that kind of thing. Uh, and I did okay. I, I had, I had, uh, some, I was down in the order because of the, my name obviously. And uh, so after seeing some of the other guys shoot, you know, everybody was struggling. A couple, couple guys had decent runs. And I struggled on one target. They had a 400 yard ish uh, target from the rooftop. And I probably battled with it too long. Just ego getting in charge there. I think it was a 20 second penalty if you leave it. Uh, I mean, in hindsight, it's easy. Of course, uh, hindsight, I should have left it. But if you're going to leave it, you got to leave it after the second or third round, not after the 12th or 15th. You know, at that point, you really need the son of a bitch. So. But I finally passed and went on to the 500. You know, hit that in like the first shot or maybe the second shot. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going back. So I went back to the four for a few more rounds. I finally saw a splash. It was, um, 
it didn't have a berm behind it. It was kind of sitting out there. You know, you figure the 500-yard target was on a berm, so it's at least 100 yards off. Uh, and it had been raining, so the ground was wet and really just wasn't getting any feedback, you know, trying different different holds and nothing was working. Uh, finally, I saw a splash, and it was way low, uh, than it, way lower than it should have been, you know, if that was the right distance and if my hold was right, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I was able to gain some information off of that, make an adjustment, and, and get the hit. Went on, finished out the rest of the stage. Everything went fine there. So that was uh, that was cool. That wasn't a horrible time. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to win the stage, but it was in line with uh, the squad mates that I felt I was going to be competitive with. So not a bad way to start off the match. You know, not not spectacular, but I got through the probably the most nerve-wracking stage of the match without beating myself up too bad. So that was cool. Uh, from there, we went. Um, to the sloppiest stage of the match. You've seen my Facebook video. You've seen this one, but uh, it was just one of those one of those bays that uh, happens to hold water and the Georgia clay, and it was just it was nasty. It was a three gun long, long 150 yard run or something uh, throughout the stage, working through all three guns. And I just got too aggressive in the first position, came charging in, lost my footing, uh, feet overhead, and landed on my ass. Got to finish the stage, but obviously that puts you in a hole, not to mention the covered in Georgia thick, sticky clay from head to toe. I had two shotgun rounds left to fire after that, so I got up, shot those, but the uh, I run a level two pistol holster, but it's got an open bottom, and man, that thing dug right into the thick muck. Um, so finish shotgun, ground that, you run through a tunnel and some BS and then grab your pistol and I presented the pistol and there was literally a quarter inch dollop for my word of the day of mud right on my front sight so I you know after it was all over and said and done I started cleaning my gear off that open top holster or open bottom holster I'd really just sunk and plugged basically with that thick Georgia clay and when I drew the pistol that front sight just took a big scrape of the of the mud out and of course, the first two shots were like 30 yards on the steel. And miraculously, I hit the first one. I don't know how, but I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll just roll with it now. I figured that you'd shoot it off. That, that shit would fly off. Uh, I took a couple shots at the second one and nothing. So I had to kind of stop, reach up, swipe off the the mud of the front sight and and then get back in. Uh, finish out the pistol, move the rifle. And here's a point that I need to work on. As I've said, there's a lot to learn in three gun, but uh, cardio really comes into play, uh, especially shooting medium range rifle. And it was a, you'd already run a long, a long way to this point, but then from the first rifle position down to the last rifle position was another, uh, I don't know, 40 yards or something. It was a good, it was a good little run, and you're just running. There's nothing to do in the meantime. And I remember thinking halfway down, I was like, oh, shit, man, I'm in trouble. I was breathing way too hard uh, for the shots that I needed to take once I got there. And there was a lot of them. Uh, some close paper and then some long steel. Uh, there was no rest you could take. I did try a kneeling position, which didn't work out that great. And I went to battle with a couple of steels there. So, you know, everybody looks at the falling down aspect of that stage, which is definitely not ideal. It certainly cost some time. But if you go and put a clock on it, I lost a lot more time on the on the rifle stuff because I couldn't get steady 
uh, more so than I did on on the busting my ass part. Just had a little storm kick up here, a kick up here while I'm driving, so we'll see how bad the sound is in the truck cast. Uh, so definitely something to work on. I'm not sure how much of it is technique when you're super super winded like that, uh, and how much of it is general cardiovascular fitness improvement. I'm sure it's a little bit of both. Uh, so I've got some things I'm going to try. I'm a big CrossFit fan. Hashtag first rule. So I'm going to work on that. I'm thinking like 20 thrusters and then run a rack, run a rifle rack, and then break. You know, because you don't want it to be a grind, a grind out session. It needs to be quick, sprint, and then perform. So take a, you know, take a five minute break and come back with 15 thrusters and try it again or maybe hit a kettlebell or something. So definitely some things I'm going to work on there, see what I can learn in terms of technique while still trying to improve uh, overall cardio fitness, which mine isn't bad. I know I ain't 20 years old anymore, but I still feel like I'm hanging there, hanging there pretty good. And then we shot a couple other stages throughout the day and then we finished on the big shotgun jungle run. So it was 49 rounds of shotgun. We had two slugs at the beginning at maybe 50 or so and then two slugs at the end, maybe just outside 50 or so. And then uh, 40, whatever that is, 44, 45 uh, birds in the middle. So that was definitely the stage I was the most worried about for a lot of reasons. Um, I suck at shotgun. Uh, not only suck at shooting it, I suck at loading it. Uh, but I've been working on it. And then just the plan. I mean, it was just a confusing, you know, you're moving through a wooded wooded area, targets left, right, left, right. There's clay, there's bird, there's, there's poppers. Um, so just remembering the plan and figuring out the plan, which is way different than the pistol plans that I'm used to figuring out. Also making sure you're not walking past the target. You know, you're looking down loading the shotgun. It's very easy to walk past a clay or something in the middle of the woods and, and not see it. So we looked at it on Friday when we got there. I mean, I made some notes. I did a video of the stage. I, you know, I tried a bunch of different things. None of them were really that great in helping. Uh, I talked it over with my shooting buddy and you know, it really wasn't until our squad was up there and we were doing a walkthrough that I finally got it figured out to what I was going to try. And, you know, mentality going in and something like that. I've been working on shotgun. I've been working on the loading. I've been doing tests with uh, shot size and slug selection, or uh, sorry, choke selection. Um, so I'm definitely getting better. And then here there were so many, I didn't even have enough gear to carry enough rounds. So you're borrowing gear. I'd ordered... Uh, I ordered a chest rig a couple weeks prior, but it didn't make it in time. So I'd, you know, borrow a rig from a guy the night before. So you got no, I had no practice on that rig. I had, you know, three, three rackfuls of loading with, with ammo in the hotel room the night before. And that was the extent of the practice coming off the chest rig, but had to have it for that stage. So all in all, I feel like it went pretty good. I mean, I made a couple mistakes. I missed, you know, I missed a target in the beginning, which puts you behind missed one in the middle which was an inopportune time to miss one and then towards the end I missed one twice and I was just getting tired I think I was mounting the shotgun lazily uh, and shooting high uh, that one didn't hurt me because I had a couple rounds to spare 
and then finished up with the slugs. So that was fine. I think I missed one slug in the, in the beginning, but I had an extra slug in there. And I missed one slug at the end, had an extra slug in there. So all the hits were good. And time wasn't bad. I mean, again, no, no stage winning performance, but for, um, you know, for me and for being that nervous on that stage, uh, I, was, I was pleased with the performance there. And it was a fun stage. I mean, you might say that's a little extreme, and it, it sure is, but, you know, it's something I hadn't done before. And uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a cool stage and a good experience. I dropped some shells here and there, but but um, I was able to overcome it. You know, I've talked about that before too. In, in my experience in pistol shooting, you know what what in a pistol match would be a huge mistake uh, is not so in three gun. You know, there's so much going on. Everybody's going to have little bubbles, and you're going to drop shells, and you're going to get a jam, and little things going to happen here and there. You just got to deal with it and. and uh, keep on trucking so that finished out on the first day uh, all was good there second day again good schedule the other the other backup of the match was they had a huge double base stage that was kind of interesting it a swing and bridge you had to shoot a pistol from which was really pretty challenging and then you had to run up the berm down the top of the along the top of the berm which was I don't know 50 yards or 60 yards pretty good run into a separate bay down the other side and then grab the rifle for a long movement probably 20-30 yards of movement uh, plus a significant number of shots including some some skinny sammies at maybe 40 yards or something so you know decent shots especially after you've been running that long uh, I did pretty well there I didn't uh, plate rack or the uh, yeah plate rack from that swing and bridge was more challenging than I thought I struggled with that a little bit but so did everybody I feel like I got, got through that okay. And then um, the rifle portion of that stage, I felt went, went real well. I maybe one extra shot total on the long range steel, which was offhand uh, after all that running. So I was, I was pleased with that. Uh, the, the next stage we shot had another interesting thing I'd never seen before. It was a shotgun pistol option thing. Then you move around for a buttloader rifle from one position. Uh, some you know, close range paper, medium range steel, and then some hostage targets with a, a sniper headshot target at pretty good distance, like 60 or so. Uh, but then the finishing part was really cool. So I had not seen this before. Maybe common in three gun, I don't know. But they had four or five. They had five plates suspended, like swinging plates, steel. And they, they descended in size. I didn't go measure them, but it was probably the biggest one was maybe six inches and it worked down to smallest one was maybe three. And those are all bonus targets, so you, you didn't have to shoot at any of them. But you have a, you had a three-second bonus for each one that you hit. However, if you missed one, number one, your time stopped, your stage was done. But it also wiped out any bonuses you had accrued up to that point. So let's say you hit the first one, you get a three-second bonus, you missed the second one. Boom, your time's done, and you lose that three seconds, plus you still spent the time to do it. I mean, all this was done on the clock. Uh, so that was interesting. So right right before that, there was a plate rack at about the same distance, maybe even a little bit further. So I'd kind of war-gamed it and made the decision that I was going to base you know, base it off the plate rack. If the plate rack went well, I was going to go for the bonus. If the plate rack went shitty, then I was not even going to try for the bonus. Uh, plate rack went perfect, one for one. Uh, moved over as a little, little transition 
and uh, hit three of them and then stopped it. It was uh, it was it was a struggle. The, the the dot was rock solid on the fourth plate, and the trigger was halfway prepped, and I pushed out and backed off. But uh, so I was happy there. I had a good pretty good time on that stage. Uh, again, didn't win, but I was up towards the up towards the front. Interesting idea, you know. I run mainly USPSA matches. I don't think something like that's legal in USPSA, but uh, it was a cool idea. I hope to see more of that type of thing. And then we finished up on um, a shotgun pistol stage, which was run on their five stand shotgun tower. So that was pretty neat. So you're running up three different levels, uh, three different stories, in different shooting bays. If you know what a five stand tower is, you can envision it. But you had uh, a lot of shotgun and a whole lot of pistol so this stage didn't didn't go great it's one of my worst ones uh, and again lesson learned but i, I had uh, a shotgun doubled on me on the first position which was a nine round position of course and it didn't really double i bounced i bounced the trigger but they were really small plates and you're shooting downward uh, in decent distance so i was trying to aim and be delicate on the trigger and i think i was just too delicate in it it fired off a recoil, which that put me around down because you needed all nine. So I had to stand there and, and, and bust two. And then going to the next position was quite a long run. And I, I should know better, but I was trying to run and load at the same time. And I'm not really great at either. So I ended up dropping a bunch of shells and uh, ran out in the next position. I thought I'd loaded enough, but clearly I didn't. So I ran out in the next position, had to do a standing load there. And then the pistol portion was fine, but I, I put myself in a little bit of a hole uh, coming off that, off the shotgun portion. Uh, and the pistol was interesting. I don't know how high that tower was, but you're probably 30 feet up or something. And, and they had a target right down to the ground at your feet, basically. So you're you know, shooting straight down 30 feet. So that was an interesting target presentation. You don't see that very often. Uh, but all in all, you know, the match was fun. The stages were good. Competition was good. I ended up finishing fifth, uh, which which isn't bad. It's not great, um, but I feel like I shot well. So on the one hand, it's kind of frustrating to shoot well and still finish fifth. But on the other hand, all you can really do is shoot well. You know, if you feel like you perform well, then then uh, you should be pleased with your performance. So I, I am from that standpoint. A lot, still, a lot I got to get better at, uh, and lot, I learned a lot more things to work on. And as I've said before, that's one of the things I'm enjoying about three gun is. I feel like a newbie, so there's a lot of things that I've that I've learned that I can that I can work on and improve upon. But they do a shoot off at the end, so top eight in the shoot off. Uh, I was in the shoot off when they were down here in Florida, and got embarrassed in the first round. You know, rifle rifle plate rack. I don't know if I'd ever shot a rifle plate rack offhand with a rifle, <laughs> which is what you do with a rifle plate rack, I guess. Uh, but that really showed. I was horrible there, so I definitely been working on that. That was another lesson from Vegas. They had a lot of offhand rifle at medium at medium range, uh, so I have been working on that quite a bit. Uh, so I was able to win the first two rounds of the shootoff, which was cool. And then I lost in the third round and the final. I think it was the final uh, because of the rifle plate wreck. Imagine that. I got a little cocky and tried to turn it up a bit, and it didn't go well. But match was fun. I don't know when the next one is or if I'll make it. But uh, looking on to the the next big three-gun match. Uh, so I had a question on this match. Thomas, who I was actually squatted with, nice dude. Uh, we had a good time shooting together. 
So you emailed me and asked a question uh, regarding shoot-offs. Do you treat a shoot-off like any other stage, or do you turn it up or down a little? Also, uh, how, if at all, do you block out what the other shooting, what the other shooter is doing, so you can focus on your side of the stage? So a good couple of questions. Uh, definitely not like any other stage. You know, it's not part of the match. It's winner go home. <clears throat> winner go home. Uh, so you, you, you approach it, or I approach it, uh, totally differently. And and then the second half, I'll come back to that in a second. But the second half, how do you block out what the other shooter's doing? Uh, I don't, and just the opposite. You, you, I think you need to be paying attention to what the other shooter is doing. You know, my, my experience in shoot-offs has been all pistol up to this point. I've got a grand total of uh, four three-gun shoot-offs under my belt, so I'm not the uh, subject matter expert, but I've shot a ton of pistol shoot-offs. You know, when I started shooting, every match had a pistol shoot-off. You know, state, Florida State match had them, Nationals had them for a whole separate day, Florida Open had them, you know, so I I love shoot-offs, and, you know, it gets the adrenaline flowing, everybody's standing around watching, and mano a mano, and, and get on it. Uh, but that's different. Pistol shoot-offs are way faster and, and furiouser, yes, that's a word, so there, I really did pretty much concentrate on my game. Didn't pay a whole lot of attention to what was going on unless something was obvious. You know, like if you don't hear a round go off on the other side, then, you know, you know something happened and you can relax a little bit. But more often than not, you don't have time for that. You're just trying to execute your fundamentals and get through it. Uh, but three guns a little different. There's a whole lot more going on. It takes longer, more guns. Uh, so you can really get a feel for where you are uh, in the stage. And plus, with the way they do it, again, it's the only way I've ever done it, but the way they do it, you start on the outside and work your way to the middle. So when you leave the first gun, heading inboard to the second gun, uh, it's pretty easy to tell if that guy is either A, still on the first gun, B, running from gun to gun with you, or C, he's been standing there shooting the plates for an hour and you're not even there yet. Uh, so you take that in consideration. Um... And then you can hear the cadence. You know, once you're on the rifle, especially if you're both on the rifle, uh, that's when you kind of try to block it out because you're not gonna you're not gonna rip through a 50-yard rifle rack. You know, you need to have the discipline and to execute your fundamentals and make that shot. Uh, that's where it can affect you if you let the other guy get in your head. If you hear him cracking off quick quick shots, I mean, you don't know if he's hitting or not unless you look, which you can't. Um, so you really got to block that out. And, uh, and shoot your shoot your sights there. And then for me, like the pistol is my strong suit. So, you know, when I got to the pistol on the on the first run, I was ahead. Uh, so I, I could see when I'm running to the pistol, you know, that he wasn't running to the pistol yet. And knowing that's my strong suit, well, then, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm taking that into account because I'm able to back it off a little bit now. I don't have to rush it. Versus the last run I was at, I was behind. So now I'm running the pistol. He's already got the pistol up. So, again, that changed my strategy. So I was really trying to rip it with a pistol and make up the time there. And it was close, but I didn't, didn't make it up. Uh, and that's all your fundamentals. You know, how do you rip it or how do you take your time? I'm using a different fundamental for that target. Same target, same distance. But I'm using a different fundamental based on the situation. Uh, just like you would do, you know, any target in the match. You're using, I'm using different fundamentals for different targets that need to be engaged. Uh, but yeah, shootoffs are super fun, and I, I definitely, to answer your questions again, you know, don't treat it like any other stage. 
it's an animal all to itself and uh, definitely do pay attention to what the other shooter is doing because that's going to affect you know how you're going and then again shotgun being my weakness um, I feel like I improved each round on the shotgun because they're all clays they're relatively close you're running a spreader choke and uh, the first one I was you know I felt too slow so the second one I was alright pick it up uh, that went well the third one I was like alright let's rip this bitch and and that went well too so I you know learned something there you can get much more aggressive on the shotgun than than I had been getting which you know buys me a little time in my weakest gun to get to the rifle which is my next weakest gun to finally get to the pistol where I feel I can do well uh, thanks for the question hope that answers it hope to get shoot with you again sometime uh, all in all great match I was gonna hit on some uh, carry gun stuff but we're running long so I'll save that to the next save that to the next one I mentioned uh, that P365 I was trying out. I finally got one, got a holster set up with Red Hill Tactical, and uh, really enjoying it. So I'll talk more about that later. Hope you guys are having a good week. I'll see you on the range. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass, there's a real blade of grass.